Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL host here to recap a very busy night in hockey. We're going to begin with the Bruins, who knocked off the best record in hockey last night in our biggest game. The Biggest Game. The Bruins certainly looked playoff ready when they took down the Eastern Conference leading Florida Panthers. Locked on Bruins is feeling good after the win. Locked on Panthers, not too worried after taking the loss in Boston. The Boston Bruins appeared to be very playoff ready in their 4-2 win over the Florida Panthers on Tuesday night. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked on Boston Bruins. And the Bruins defeated the Panthers by a score of 4-2 and kept them from clinching the President's Trophy as well. Uh, Eric Howla and Taylor Hall contributed offensively early, and it was Brad Marchand who set up Jake DeBrusque's game-winning goal and also scored the empty netter to end a lengthy goal drought of his own. Now, the Bruins, backstopped by Linus Allmark, very much looks like he'll be the Game 1 starter come playoff time. Two games remaining on the regular season schedule, and it very much looks as though the Bruins are locked into the first wild card spot, avoiding the Florida Panthers in the first round, the top team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Bruins appear to be going into the playoffs with all the confidence in the world as well, after having beaten the best team in the NHL tonight. Again, this is Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins. Subscribe to the podcast to catch all the latest on the black and gold heading into the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Pittsburgh Penguins have a playoff run to prepare for, and it looked like there is a lot of work that they need to get done in Pittsburgh with their loss to Edmonton on Tuesday. Locked On Penguins called it the worst loss of the season, and there's time running out before they can fix it. Worst loss of the season? I think that's how I see it. That's for sure. Hey, everyone, I'm Hunter Hoodies here with the Locked On Penguins podcast back with another Locked On Now as the Penguins got absolutely embarrassed by the Edmonton Oilers on Tuesday night, 5-1. to one. Um, In my opinion, I think the team just, they look dead right now. Um, This is very 2015 vibes I'm getting from the Penguins. They played so well in December, January, February, and even a lot of March. But for this whole month of April, um, it's been a completely different story with this team. They're not defending well. The goaltending at times has been very suspect. They're not finishing on their chances. Um, And everything that can go bad has gone bad for the Penguins. If they keep playing like this, they win. They may not even win a game in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's how I see it. They have one more game left against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Friday, and that is the day that we will all find out if it will be Penguins Rangers in the first round or Penguins Panthers. But in all honesty, Penguins have to play better if they want to somehow even go on a run this year, and that's looking very unlikely right now. For more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked On Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The top two teams in the Metro met last night, and the Hurricanes clinched the division by beating the Rangers in Madison Square Garden. With just a few games left before the playoffs, Locked on Hurricanes tells you how Carolina carries the momentum into the postseason. Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight was a monumental night for the Carolina Hurricanes as they finally clinched the Metro division with a 4-3 win over the New York Rangers. This was going to be a very hard-fought win. We knew that going in, and Pyotr Kochetkov really stuck up, stood up to the plate. 
in his third NHL game, having an absolute monster game. You never would have known it was his third NHL game. And with this win, the Hurricanes have obviously won the Metro Division. They have won their second consecutive division title, having won the Central Division last year, as well as set the record for most points in a season in franchise history with 114 and most wins in franchise history with 53. So enjoy it, Canes fans, and we'll get back to it with the regular season finale on Thursday at home against the New Jersey Devils. Go Canes! Coming up, the Predators are in the playoffs and the Avalanche snap their losing streak. This is Locked On Now NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Major League Baseball is well underway at this point, and of course, the NBA playoffs are getting very exciting. So make sure when you want to get your bets in, you just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We're going to continue our look around the league in the National Hockey League. Let's go around the league. The Islanders beat the playoff-bound Capitals with three goals in the third period, and Locked On Islanders and Capitals have the full recap for you post-game. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders score a convincing 4-1 to win over the Washington Capitals. This may have been the best all-around game the Islanders have played in a long time. Scored two power play goals, one shorthanded goal, got solid goaltending, and did a good job of keeping the Washington Capitals on the perimeter and limiting the number of quality shots that the Islanders had. This is the kind of hockey game the Islanders need to play to be successful. It's the kind of game we haven't seen enough of this year. And I'll tell you, some real highlight, real goals in this one. Casey Sezikis with the shorthanded goal, falling down on the ice on his side, manages to lift the puck over the outstretched body of the Capitals goaltender Ilya Samsonov. Really a great thing to see. And this is the kind of hockey we didn't see enough of throughout this season. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Hello, this is Dan Holney from Locked On Capitals. Well, the Washington Capitals fall to the New York Islanders by a score of 4-1. to one. And this was one of those games that I talked about, a trap game. The Washington Capitals went into this game thinking that they were just going to be able to have their way with the New York Islanders. As it turns out, they had the bigger will to win tonight. The New York Islanders pick up the win, and they win 4-1. to one. Coach Peter Laviolette could explain why his Washington Capitals fell flat in a 4-1 to one loss to the New York Islanders on Tuesday night with a chance to move up in the standings and improve their playoff positioning. But with the loss tonight, uh, the bad news about it is, is the Hurricanes win the Metropolitan Division. The Capitals can no longer catch the Bruins to face Carolina. Washington will face either the Rangers or or the Panthers in the first round. The Washington Capitals were really hoping to pick up a win tonight, but it wasn't meant to be. They hope to get back into the win column as they play the Islanders and the Rangers later this week. Keep it locked on to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news on your Washington Capitals. The Toronto Maple Leafs did a little bit of everything when they beat the Red Wings last night. Locked On Maple Leafs and Locked On Red Wings tells you why Toronto looked so strong as they took down Detroit. Uh, Dave, boy, 
a, a, a big night for the Maple Leafs. Near perfect, I would say. Austin Matthews, pots 59, then 60. They clinch home ice advantage. Jack Campbell gets a shutout. Little bonus content there. The only and they went through the game unscathed without any injuries. Well, it's knock on wood. I guess we don't really know that until tomorrow, but seemingly without any injuries. The only thing that would have made tonight better, in my opinion, is if Mitch also would have got to a hundred. But you know what? At the end of the day, this was a pretty, pretty good, solid, clean effort for the Maple Leafs. They were able to accomplish a lot of what they wanted to get done tonight and uh, ended up with a 3 nothing win over Detroit. It was a roller coaster of a day for the Predators. Nashville lost, but they made the playoffs, and they also saw their goalie go down in the process. Our Locked on Predators host reviews all the news from the full day in Nashville. Well, the Nashville Predators are in the playoffs, but for some reason, it still feels very deflating. I'm Nick Morgan from Locked On Predators. The Predators fall 5-4 to four to the Calgary Flames uh, in one of the wildest games I can remember as a Preds fan in quite some time. Uh, but that's not what anybody's talking about right now. Everybody is talking about UC Soros with about five minutes left in the game. Uh, the Preds goaltender, who might be a Vezina frontrunner right now, uh, left the ice uh, could not put any weight on his leg as had basically had to be carried by two trainers down the locker room tunnel did not look good. Uh, and of course, David Riddick came in and let in two fairly soft goals, including the game tying one with 0.1 seconds left because of course not can't have nice things uh, and a very, very soft overtime winner. Uh, for the Calgary Flames. So the big question is, the Preds are in the playoffs thanks to Dallas beating Vegas in the shootout. Um, but how far will they go if UC Saros isn't healthy? And that's kind of the big question right now. Um, if he's not healthy, you know, if the Preds can't rely on UC Saros, you question whether how far they're going to get. Like, are, are they a legitimate team? Can they play a game like they did tonight against the Calgary Flames? Or are they kind of short-tenured? Are they going to bounce out early? That's a big question we are going to have to follow closely for the Nashville Predators this week. The Dallas Stars chipped away slowly at the Golden Knights' lead last night before eventually winning in a shootout. And Locked On Stars is ready for the finish of the season in Dallas as they try to lock down one of the last remaining playoff spots. Miro Haskinen and Jake Ottinger come up huge for the Dallas Stars in the biggest game of the season. And Dallas is now one point away from clinching a spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hey, everybody. Dane Lewis here with the Locked On Stars podcast coming to you after the Dallas Stars dramatic shootout win over the Vegas Golden Knights on home ice. This was a game slated by many to be the game of the year, myself included, and many other people were calling it that before puck drop, and it lived up to the hype. This game was intense. Uh, you, I mean, the, the tension in the AAC was just absolutely insane, and both teams uh, fighting for their playoff lives. Vegas, quite literally, and Dallas trying to, you know, put the the nail in the coffin and, and eliminate Vegas and and send themselves to the playoffs. But 
not able to do that because they didn't get a regulation win. So Vegas could still mathematically make the playoffs, but it's going to be very difficult. As like I said, Dallas is now only needing one point uh, in their next two games against Arizona and Anaheim, both at home. And Vegas has two road games coming up tomorrow in Chicago and then on Friday in St. Louis. But Jason Robertson reaches 40 goals on the season. The only other stars to do that in franchise history are Madonna, Ben, and Sagan. So pretty impressive list for him. And then, of course, uh, Jake Ottinger plays probably his best game of the season when the Stars needed him most. And Miro Haskinen scores the game-winning shootout goal, a, a pretty huge moment for Miro, and hopefully that gets him going offensively a little bit but this was such an exciting game wish the stars could have clinched the playoff spot but they have a fantastic opportunity to do so on wednesday when the arizona coyotes come into town and and i fully believe that they can get it done and if not then uh, they have friday against anaheim as well going to be a thrilling end to the season and we will talk about this stars golden knights game on wednesday's episode of locked on stars can't wait to see you there The Avalanche snapped their four-game losing streak by scoring five goals on the Blues. Our Locked On Avalanche hosts aren't ready to say the team has fixed everything, but they are happy to be back on the winning side of things with the playoffs right around the corner. All right, the Colorado Avalanche, losers of four straight. First time that's happened in quite some time. Needed to get back in the win column, not because they're really playing for anything for the remainder of the season, just because they've been playing poorly in those four losses and it was a complete turnaround against the st louis blues they win this thing five to three st louis made it interesting a late third period push got them to within one but the as an empty netter five three much better effort and a great game from multiple players on the abs the avalanche dropped games against seattle and washington in that losing streak kind of played down to them but they match up with a hot St. Louis team and do what the Avalanche have been known to do all season long. And you get depth scoring from Lekkinen and Nachushkin. This is what you want to see out of the Avalanche team, especially rolling into the playoffs. Absolutely. You just you just want to get a couple wins under your belt and, and not go into the playoffs with an extended losing streak because then all the questions creep in. And yeah, and while the Avalanche, like we said, don't have a ton to play for right now other than just breaking the franchise record in points, which they are now tied with. You really don't have much to play for. Uh, but like we said, they they just were not playing well. So even if they had lost and played well, you can live with that. But they weren't doing that. And this is more of the Avalanche team that we've been accustomed to for, for this season anyway. And I think a lot of Avalanche fans can, can breathe a little bit sigh of relief knowing that, okay, we still remembered how to win. That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast, especially with the playoffs right around the corner. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.